Oh. Three, two, one. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Community Conversation Crooked Sticks. I'm your host, Gabriel Brown. I have two very good friends with me that I've uh, that I met this past summer. And um, we're going to get into it today. We're talking about New Year, New Vision, or the New Year's resolution, the, the New Year, New Me mantra. Um, but we don't really believe in those things. And today we believe in um, taking actual actions and steps and forward to make changes in our lives. So, you know, oftentimes you'll see a lot of people try to uh, make new year's resolutions, but rarely you'll see lasting transformation. And um, we're going to get into it today. We're going to get into all the details today. So without further ado, my guest, please introduce yourselves. Tell us where you're from. Tell us your name. What's, what's the thing about you? Yeah, well, appreciate you uh, having us up here, man. My name is uh, TJ. Um, I'm a graduate student here at High Point University with my boy David right here. with you introduce yourself? Uh, but I'm from Wilson, North Carolina, small town. But I'm here right now at High Point again, and hopefully we'll see what happens after I leave. So, but uh, yeah, I'm excited to be up here and see what happens. Yeah, things are always looking good, man. And yeah. so, yeah, I'm David. Uh, same as TJ. I'm in the same grad program. And so back at it at High Point. Excited to be here. And I'm from Elizabeth City, North Carolina. We'll add that too. Okay. Two there hours away from me. Two hours away. Two PC. hours. That's yeah. a break away, my boy. Right there. Y'all been having a good day? It's been a great day. Yeah. Come on. Hey, man. It's been a good day. Here, <laughs> looking right. <laughs> Dad messed up everything back what home. Happened? What, hey, wait, what happened with that home, bro? What happened back home to the cut? Uh, we so, need a little story time about that. So, mm-hmm. whoever is cutting your hair, don't let them go against the grain. So, <laughs> I was cutting my hair with the flow of my hair. And then I chose to randomly go against the grain of my hair, which is against the direction of your hair. It naturally flows. Right. And I cut a corner too low. Mm. And, um, which, which corner did you cut? Really both. Both <laughs> And so my dad tried to fix it up and he directly told me, Hey, you should have went to a barber. Mm-hmm. And, um, Hey, I went bald for a little while. Yeah. Hey, confidence booster, though. You That's know what right. I mean? Confidence, confidence booster. That's so right. I'm not going to lie. I ain't worried about the approval of anybody no more. Hey, man, it After you know how to yeah. live bald, yeah. your life changes. <laughs> in fact, after this podcast, all of us are about to I can see head. the look in your eyes, my yeah. boy. Hey, man. Uh, I had to go out public like that. Yes, you did. I got Wendy's, too. Mm-hmm. You got to Wendy outside as well. Yeah. <laughs> hey, word cap, too. Do-rag, toboggan. Beanie. Beanie, yeah. Beanies. Yes, sir. Towel. Something. Feel that draft. Grocery bag. Yes, sir. Grocery bag. <laughs> that Bro, it'll get cold. That ain't child safe. It's rough. Nah. I think the worst I had was because uh, I went to boot camp two years ago. Mm-hmm. And so my thought was, all right, might as well get it nicely buzzed down, like all the way down nicely so I didn't look like trash when I get there. So we can see your scalp. Right. And, but make it like a little bit of a fade so it's like a, at least at least I'm at least I'm cooler than everybody else. You, you know trying what to I'm get saying? that skin like fade. Like a little bit <laughs> literal skin fade. <laughs> I get there. I'm dead. I'm the only bald one and they don't cut anyone's hair. And I look like an idiot. <laughs> Tell them the about the glasses. Summer. And I was and the, this was the time when I had my square like rectangle glasses like oh, okay. having it. Yeah. So I was I, I was looking like that Whatever that dude from Alvin and the Chipmunks was. Uh-huh. Like you got the look. I was looking like, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was <laughs> about to steal some Chipmunks. Huh? Dang. Make them sing for me. At least you look. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, <what? laughs> 
continue. Yeah. Yeah. So I had to continue with that one, my boy. I don't know where he was going, but this is where we headed. So anyway, again, we were talking earlier on about New Year's resolutions, but um, I'm going to offer a different word. Um, new Year, new vision. You know what I'm saying? Mm. All about all about the focus. Um, yes. All about the the mindset, but also more importantly, all about seeing lasting results. You know what I'm saying? No word says loud. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. So you don't want to speak things into existence and not have them follow through because that can actually speak the opposite of life in our own lives. You know what I'm saying? Like you can, I was telling my friend this um, earlier today, but, and even like a few days this week, but when you set a new goal and it seems like it's hard to achieve, you set goals that are like honestly really admirable, but you yourself don't believe you can achieve those goals. And so you discourage yourself unintentionally just by setting these not unrealistic expectations, but to yourself, you know, it's unrealistic. And so we're going to get into this topic about what, um, how to actually get rid of that, letting yourself kind of get defeated so easily. And also just like a little trick to help you set uh, good goals at the beginning of the year, but also manageable goals. So that way, when you reach it, you're like, oh, snap, I really did that. And you get a nice little confidence boost. But anyway, what I wanted to ask y'all is why y'all think New Year's resolutions words. Dang, that's crazy. New Year's resolutions don't normally work out like that. You want to hit that first? I think most of the time <clears throat> people set goals like very, very specific, but they don't have the means to actually go out through with them. Okay. And so with that, what I've done instead, it, rather than just setting like, oh, this is what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I'm choosing a word. And of course, you know, when we fix our eyes on God, God is continually shifting within us. And so that word could change halfway through the year. That could change whenever. But what I've chosen is uncompromising because I want to recognize, all right, what areas in my life have I been compromising for the sake of other people, for the sake of relationship, for the sake, whatever it is, compromising my faith, compromising, you know, my fitness, my finances, what is it? And so when you take that broad word, whether, whether it's focus, whether it's, I want to be more loving, what does that look like? And so then you have a broad spectrum. It's not just a goal. Oh, I want to get fit, but uncompromising. Let's look at fitness. Like how have I compromised my own fitness? How have I compromised my own health? And then a being able to actually break down those areas. Mm. I'm not only just hitting health, I'm hitting my finances. I'm hitting my relationship. I'm hitting my relationship with God. Like what does uncompromising look like? Mm. Yeah, that's big because something that just came to my mind. So you just brought up how like new year, new vision, right? Mm -hmm. And I remember somebody saying that um, goals without a vision, you don't know what steps to take, Mm -hmm. right? And so it's like, you have to have a vision, which is what he just bringing up, right? Like a word, you can, you know, have a vision that's based off a word. Mine is focus, right? Mm -hmm. And so as I know, that's my, my, like my vision, then I can develop goes around that mm-hmm. and and remember that it's not about a moment within the year rather those can be days right like each day I'm taking a step to walk in that vision rather than trying to lead to a a goal you know what I mean because mm-hmm. uh, that vision is my goal right mm-hmm. and if I already have that set like a foundation right like if the, the, the word brings up like a house on what well, like um not on like firm ground, right? It will fall, right? And the vision is that foundation, like solid rock, which the house can be built on. And so if anything comes towards it, like a flood, 
it'll never fall. You know what I mean? And so for us, like, what is our foundation? What is that vision? And if we don't have that vision, then we can't take the right steps uh, to get to those goals, right? Like, it's just another dream, another imagination, and that's all it is. Got you. And another thing with that, like, even just for myself and what I highly recommend is getting, like, a empty journal and starting with that for, like I said, for myself, yes, you know, sir. what does an uncompromising man look like? That journal, what does a bro. focused man look like? And then you have a table of contents in every area, un- uncompromising in finances, uncompromising relationships, health, all the way down page number. Mm-hmm. So then each page is dedicated to whatever. Mm-hmm. And you literally spend that time building a manifesto mm-hmm. for yourself but you've got to be the one that's disciplined enough to get up every morning and read that mm-hmm. because you read it at night, you're going to sleep it off. You're not going to, you're not going to think about it the next morning. Yeah. And frankly, if you, if you just keep pushing off, you're going to forget completely about it, but yeah. like make that your key goal. You spend that time building that manifesto mm-hmm. and then it's that built in, whether you have to set a timer on your phone, set a time in the day, like in the morning when you wake up that, all right, what are the areas that I've been compromising yesterday? And in every day, like at the end of the night, how did I compromise today? Reflect on that. How was I unfocused today? Mm -hmm. Reflect on that. Mm -hmm. How was I unhealthy today? Reflect on that. Mm -hmm. And you're able to build upon that manifesto because you're keeping pages and pages open towards each topic. That's good. Yeah. Okay. Now y'all really hit that. I had two bullets here, discipline and direction. Um, Y'all basically just hit the nail on the head. I didn't even tell you that. I Let's think. Go. I don't think I told you that. <laughs> Let's it was go. Just plenty of direction, but it seems like it seems like we're all on the same page with that. Um, but that's good, especially the table of contents about the book. Huge. That's good because I mean I've definitely I've gotten a lot more serious with journaling, um, prayer time, and I, I think when I journal, when I pray, like the journaling is my prayer, mm-hmm. and it's like it's like active prayer if that right. makes sense, like kind of like active listening. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's um, it's been real helpful for, for words. It's been real helpful for your boy because I'm able to write down the things that I actually want to articulate to the Lord. You know what I'm saying? Like I have a lot of thoughts, but what do you really want to say? What's really on your own? And sometimes, you know, Holy Spirit prays for us. So we praise and groans because we don't know what to pray. Right. But yeah. to be able to articulate, it is like, it is my personal belief, whether or not this is um, actually true or not, y'all can agree with me or disagree, but spiritual maturity is like growing to be able to articulate the things that you haven't been able to in the oh, past absolutely. when it comes to that, right? So like maybe a year ago, you couldn't really articulate something, but a year later in your faith, you're like, you know, God, this is how I'm feeling right now, or this is um, where I'm lacking right now, or this is how I see you speaking to me right now. And so, I mean- I got this during, um, I went on a pilgrimage with the school to, uh, Asheville and I bought this, um, actually, no, but I didn't buy nothing. They gave it to yeah. us. And they what's that us, they gave you? They gave us a journal and, uh, I drew a little picture on it in the front. You know what I'm saying? This was, uh, outside of our, well, that's clean. Uh, our house. That artist you know that. Yes, sir, bro. Okay. Out here, my little artist of vibe. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. Anyway. Um, and then after that, I started just like journaling. Yeah. Um, I was like something stick, man. That was good. Right. Real quick. So far, how much has that like helped you since you started? It's just, journaling? it's like, I can point to something and say, this is when I pray for something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, it's different when, so sometimes a question that we'll get um, asked often is like, 
if you're a Christian and you're either being discipled or someone who's older than you ask about your faith, they ask like, when's the last time you prayed? When's the last time you read your Bible? Because usually when people come to someone um, with problems in faith, the first person the pay- person does or the mentor does out of faith is ask person, have they been in their faith? You know what I'm saying? Mm. And if you're in your faith, what mm. comes out of is like, you have, you have a lot more clarity if you're in your faith, you know what I'm saying? And y'all boys know yeah. y'all yeah. been real help. Y'all been yeah. real. Um, you've definitely, I've come to you guys, you know what I'm saying? Out of confidence, um, out of feeling led to come to you guys because of your wisdom. But every single time, even though whatever y'all say, y'all going to be like, and you should go check in with God first. You know what I'm saying? But we Always. got you. But yeah, we should, you yeah, should go yeah. check Always. in with that homie real yeah. quick. And we're all do it too. But yeah. that's why we got each other. And that's yeah. the biggest thing. Surround yourself with a group of people that point you back to God. Yeah. Because if they're pointing you back to the problem, they're pointing you back to just think on it. Our knowledge is only so limited. Yeah. Right. You know, seek first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness and all these things shall be yours as well. Mm-hmm. And so we, everybody just surround yourself with people that keep pointing you back. Yeah. Exactly. No, I, I have that. nothing to add on that. That's that's true. That's it. But no, I've been I've been writing this stuff, and um, I mean it's helpful. I doodle in here sometimes because low key I be getting distracted whenever I write something down. I just be like, I'm gonna start drawing. Like I have in here, um, a message in here that says obey, and it's circled. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't know where that came from, but I was just like some of the things that I've been reading over the past month um, or the past few months. And then also just some of the things that like I've been learning is more about obedience. And um, I was reading in Romans last night. This is what I was going to talk to y'all before we get started, but I was in Romans last night and he's explaining, he's, he's like explaining the faith from like the beginning. It's really interesting. So in the beginning of Romans, hold on a second. I got a Bible. You already know I'm strapped with the Holy word, but hold on a second. All right, so we got a Bible real quick, right? Oh, yeah. I don't even know what version this is. It's, it's, it's going to work for me. So <clears throat> we got Matthew, cover ripped Mark, off. Luke. No, hey, that means it's used. No, no, it's actually oh, inverted. Oh, okay, got it. Yeah, I probably should cover my... I drew a picture portrait of my you face did. on here. I probably should cover that up. I was thinking about that. Of so, your face? Yeah, it just... It. It, it looked a little... Questionable. Yeah. That, <laughs> that's a conversation for another day. But at least we're on the same page. We're thinking right. about it. <laughs> I, I I was much younger when I got this Bible. And no, I was so, about to say, I was okay. like, yo, I was about yeah. to say, it better not be Gabe now. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. That's Gabe then. Uh, that's Gabe then. That's an old Gabe. Um, yeah, you glue yeah. up from yeah. that photo, dude. Yeah, I definitely did. <laughs> I mean, if we're using that photo, then y'all don't know what it looked like, though. Y'all don't yeah. understand beauty standards. I don't think y'all understand what it looked like. Cover this book. You may not like it. All right, bro. But that's what peak male performance looks like. Let's calm down. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we're in Romans. All right. So we, um, says chapter one, Paul is serving Christ. All right. So we got Paul talking here. It's very interesting because he basically articulates a few questions that people have when it comes to the faith as in like, why, why God? Why Jesus? Why do we have a need for Jesus? what is this actually doing? Like, what is the, where are all the webs connecting and why does it like need to happen this way? Um, and there was a part in here. It was talking about, um, we can't find this. Okay. So chapter four, Abraham justified by faith. It was talking about faith and how faith was, um, 
Abraham had to have faith before some of these things were added onto him. <clears throat> yeah. Mm. He was not, uh, he was not any different than you and I. That's what he articulates in this. And so I know that's like, that's a, like a really quick jump to the front, but I wonder if I can find something that I can read that's actually like worth saying in this. But, um, so what then shall we say that Abraham, or so this is chapter four, beginning chapter four in Romans, verse one. What then shall we say that Abraham, our forefather, according to the flesh, discovered in this matter? If in fact Abraham was justified by the works, he had something to boast about, but not before God. What does scripture say? Abraham believed God and it was credited to him as righteousness, right? So believing God, this is what I wrote down in my journal after reading the entire chapter, but this is really what stuck out saying what we're talking about today, but it's, it's just so good. So it says, um, I wrote first God raising Jesus from the dead. And then after that, I said, it's not just, it's not just do I believe in Jesus Christ um, and that Jesus was raised from the, um, from the dead, but is, do you believe who God says he is? Right? Like that's really what the faith is. Like, do you believe, like when God says something, do you, be, you believe it? And that's what the faith is. And then the works can exercise the faith, but if there's no faith, there's nothing to really work out. So mm. I don't know. It mm. was, it was just kind of, mm. it was kind of interesting the way he like, the way Paul broke it down in the scriptures, you know what I'm saying? When Roma came in there. I, anyway, listen. Wow. It was interesting, but I realized last night that it's not really about whether or not Jesus was raised from the dead. It's whether or not you believe who God says he is. Mm. And Jesus is just another way of communicating that because of the fact that Abraham was credited righteousness by God when Jesus hadn't even died on the cross yet. Right. This is years before any of this even came to pass. So mm. the idea of believing in God and believing who he says he is, is Old Testament and New Testament. And then if you keep reading chapter four, I'm not sure where it is, but there's a portion where he's saying it's like you kind of this is like the point where Jesus was saying, like some everyone will say, like, oh, I did these works for you. I did these things for you. But your hearts were far from me. You know what I'm saying? It's like, do you really like believe him when he's saying something? Right. Um, and even people before Jesus had to learn how to do this. Mm -hmm. Jesus is just a lot. It's something that we can all point to and say, you know what I'm saying? It's like, a, it's a lot more practical despite common, despite common, um, mm -hmm. not common knowledge, but like despite common perception, the idea of having someone be raised from the dead or someone being fully man and fully God. Um, it's something that we can just like point to, but the standard is still the same. He is the same God yesterday, today and forever. tomorrow and forever. Mm -hmm. So, um, I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why I shared that with y'all. Anyway, <laughs> let's get back into no, it. It's all about heart posture. That's yeah. what God wants. Yeah. I mean, no word, no we could posture. apply it to what we're speaking of, right? Like, <clears throat> I'm reading this book right now uh, called Atomic Habits, mm -hmm. uh, and it's by James Clear. If y'all don't know what that is, go check it out. It's on Amazon. Uh, actually, here it is right here. Mm -hmm. But I just got it yesterday, and I'm just like in the first chapter. Uh, but literally, He's speaking about the tiny changes that lead to like 
life-changing results, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but in that, he's not just talking about like having habits, but like why, the why of those habits, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of like what you're speaking of is like the why of our works. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's not that the works create the faith, mm-hmm. but the works stem from the faith, right? Mm-hmm. And th- these habits stem from what he believes. And he was like, hey, I can still be successful, right? Like mm-hmm. he got injured, was in a coma, um, and wanted to continue to be like a, a baseball player, right? Mm-hmm. And despite what he went through, you know, being a junior, then being on JV, right? And then being a senior and not playing too much and then getting to college, right? Mm-hmm. Based off a horrible season, his senior year, right? Like all those circumstances didn't seem as like a success thing, right? But it wasn't, that wasn't the point. It was that, hey, I still have this thing that I believe that I can be successful. I can be a baseball player despite what happened, right? And so it's like, hey, with our faith, when we are setting this vision, like I believe in this, right? I believe in Christ. Mm -hmm. Like I believe in who he say he is, right? Mm -hmm. And therefore that's why I will do so-and-so, right? And I think that's like big, right? It's like, we don't recognize how big of our, our faith really leads to how we live. You know what I mean? I think we undermine that at times, right? And I think a, a, even a verse for me that pops up and it's kind of what he he said, right? It's like when uh, in Samuel, first Samuel, I believe, or second Samuel is one of the, or no, Kings. Was it Kings? I mean, with an no, no. Um, I think it's Kings, but um, you don't find he's talking about man, uh, man, God sees not as man sees, right? Man oh, looks Sam, on the outer first, appearance. First Samuel when he's yeah. calling Saul. Or yeah. no, David, excuse me. Yeah, yeah. so first Samuel. So man sees not uh, Man looks on the outer appearance, but God looks on the heart, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's like, why is God emphasizing the heart? You know what I mean? Like, what's what's important about the heart? Well, our heart posture, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's the biggest thing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we may fail at times, but then if our heart posture is just like, hey, I still believe, then we're not going to allow that failure to be a failure. It's going to be a learning and a growing moment. Right. And therefore, we're going to continue to live for Christ, right? We're going to continue to do these things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're going to continue to build good habits. And living this vision, right? right? That's kind of what I see. But I think that's a big point that you brought up that is important. Yeah. And just to add on to what you were just saying at the end, it's not about perfection. Um, it's impossible. You know, Christ was perfection for us. If we could be perfect, why would we need Christ? Mm-hmm. And with that, we don't need to be perfect, but we are saved by that grace. It's that grace that we are called to be blameless. You know, we're yeah. not perfect, not perfect, not perfection. But blameless is rather, we know we'll make mistakes, but faith is bringing them to the Lord and confronting ourselves to the Lord and saying, God, I can't do this without you. Mm. I've been doing this. I can't do it. And that's where Abraham was accredited as righteousness because Abraham messed up. Mm. He did a lot. Yes, he did. But he kept bringing it back to the Lord and it's the Lord who pulls him through. It's being that blameless. We're not saying Abraham's perfect. We're not saying we're perfect. We're not perfect. You're not perfect. Like none of us are, mm-hmm. but our heart posture before the Lord mm-hmm. to be blameless, we're considered and called righteous because of the blood that yeah. has washed over us through Christ. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I was thinking about something earlier today, just came back to my mind. Um, but for me, I'm a big picture guy, right? Yeah. And a lot of times that big picture is like, I'm going to do something great. I want to do something great, right? We all want to do something great. I don't think that, you know, nobody's an exception to that. I think we all want to do great things. Mm-hmm. But 
for myself, I recognize where I have failed is that I try to be great, right? Mm-hmm. And being that greatness before I ever do a great thing, right? And um, and what I mean by that is like, you're not supposed to be a person that starts out great, right? Like you're not supposed to again. be- Hold on a second, say that again. You're not supposed to be a person that starts out great. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And he just brought up something, right? It's like, look at the picture of, um, you know, combining what you said about who God says he is mm-hmm. and using his humility uh, and saying it's not about perfection. Let's use Moses, for example. Like Moses, he knew he had a great thing to do. Mm-hmm. He stepped out on himself trying to be great. Mm-hmm. And that led to something that turned him away from that. Like mm-hmm. it should have pro- possibly happened earlier, but because of what he did, mm-hmm. right, and trying to be great already, mm-hmm. um, he failed. And then when God finally says, hey, like, I'm calling you to go and save the Israelites, right, and lead them out of Egypt, mm-hmm. he's like, nah, like, who am I, right? I can't speak. Mm-hmm. And the God is like, I am who I am, right? Mm-hmm. Like, do you not know who I am? I created man's mouth, mm-hmm. right? But, like, notice where he is. Like Moses is, he's not like, God, I'm great. So yeah, now use me. It's like, God, I'm nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so if we already are at that, like we're trying to get here and we already feel like we're here, we have nothing to build upon. Mm. And we're setting again expectations as we've spoken about before that we're never going to be able to to reach. You know what I mean? God's naturally going to knock you back down. Yeah, we're so going to get can. knocked back down. Yeah. Right? And I already just knock yourself down. And really, like, mm-hmm. I'm not saying... um. Y'all ever gonna say something and then like whatever it is you gonna say, it just it goes somewhere. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I hope it come back. There we go. <laughs> yeah. You go in ahead. In the meantime, yeah, yeah. I uh I got blessed with the opportunity to speak with an incredible, incredible man of faith, uh Basel Baz last week. And so he actually he's ex Marine, ex CIA operative, and he was an actor if you've seen the show The Blacklist. So he was the Ooh. head of the mercenary, right? And mm. so Okay. He, and ne- he's insane. He's so cool. And he currently and has been for years doing missions to save and rescue kids from sex, tra- sex trafficking. And so I was blessed with the opportunity to speak with him. And he was saying that acting in Hollywood was something that kind of got spoken over on him early on. Mm-hmm. But he realized that in that time period, you know, trying to pursue it on his own or anything of that, it would have been out of his own strength that he wasn't at the one spiritual confidence and competence within the Lord, because, you know, God's never going to put us through something that, you know, he will like lose his control of us, you know, Yeah. but God will prepare you before you're going in. So God might call you at an early age, but it's not until, you know, once, once we meet, reach that maturity, because he was telling me if, if he had gone to Hollywood, he would have gotten eaten up yeah. and fallen into everything. Yeah. And so it took him a long time before the Lord actually opened those doors again, because it wasn't until he was so deeply rooted in his faith that he could be, stand boldly in front of all those producers, everything, and choose Christ. And he was telling me that even even some people on set would secretly come up to him and be like, hey, like this is going on. Can you pray for me? Or wh- whatever it is, someone died in my family. Can you pray for me? Like, what is it? What is Jesus? You know, and it, it's incredible the mission field that it is. It's not about being anything, but just being in the Lord. And let him use you. Right. And like, be that. Yeah. Yeah. Because if, if you just remain in the Lord, he's just going to use you. He's going to place you. You don't have to 
You don't have to search for it on your own. Yeah. Yeah. And that will do it, guys. Thank you for tuning in to part one of this episode. It's a pleasure to be back in 2023 coming strong. If you guys want to listen to more, do not worry. Part two will be released this Wednesday. So I'm more than happy to share that with you guys. In the meantime, check out some of our other popular episodes like Object of Faith Part 1 and 2 with special guests Jim and Karen Smith. If you guys are new to the Cricket Six family, guys, go check out our Instagram page. We are very active on there. Shoot us a DM. We will respond. If you enjoyed listening to this, don't forget to leave a like. Share this with someone who you might think might find this very insightful and may need the direction. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you and shine his face upon you. May he be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace into this coming week. All right, y'all. See y'all in the next one.